The Lips That Touch Liquor Shall Never Touch Mine by Harriet A. Glazebrook Read for LibriVox.org by Abigail Bartels Hamlake, Minnesota Alice Lee stood awaiting her lover one night, her cheeks flushed and glowing, her eyes full of light. She had placed a sweet rose mid her wild flowing hair, no flower of the forest e'er looked half so fair, as she did that night as she stood by the door of the cot where she dwelt by the side of the moor. She heard a quick step coming over the moor, and a merry voice which she had oft heard before, and ere she could speak a strong arm held her fast, and a manly voice whispered, I've come, love, at last. I'm sorry that I've kept you waiting like this, but I know you'll forgive me, then give me a kiss. But she shook the bright curls on her beautiful head, and she drew herself up, while quite proudly she said, Now, William, I'll prove if you really are true, for you say that you love me. I don't think you do. If really you love me, you must give up the wine, for the lips that touch liquor shall never touch mine. He looked quite amazed. "'Why, Alice, tis clear, you really are getting quite jealous, my dear.' "'In that you are right,' she replied. "'For, you see, you'll soon love the liquor far better than me. "'I'm jealous, I own, of the poisonous wine, "'for the lips that touch liquor shall never touch mine.' He turned then quite angry. "'Confound it!' he said. "'What nonsense you've got in your dear little head! "'But I'll see if I cannot remove it from hence.' She said, "'Tis not nonsense, tis plain common sense, and I mean what I say, and this you will find. I don't often change when I've made up my mind.' He stood all irresolute, angry, perplexed. She never before saw him look half so vexed. But she said, "'If he talks all his life, I won't flinch.' And he talked, but he never could move her an inch. He then bitterly cried with a look and a groan, "'Oh, Alice, your heart is as hard as a stone.' But though her heart beat in his favor quite loud, she still firmly kept to the vow she had vowed, and at last, without even a tear or a sigh, she said, I am going, so, William, good-bye. Nay, stay, he then said, I'll choose one of the two. I'll give up the liquor in favor of you. Now William had often great cause to rejoice, for that hour he had made sweet Alice his choice and he blessed through the whole of a long useful life the fate that had given him his dear little wife and she by her firmness won to us that night one who in our cause is an ornament bright oh that each fair girl in our abstinence band would say i'll ne'er give my heart or my hand unto one who i ever had reason to think would taste one small drop of that vile cursed drink but say when you are wooed, I'm a foe to the wine, and the lips that touch liquor shall never touch mine. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.